Talk Radio 77 WABC. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. It's Anthony Weiner. This is the Catman's uh, theme song. Theme song, yeah. So he was listening intently to you in your first hour of the middle, the show that you host on your own, and you were talking about the Supreme Court. So John, yes, he said, "Is it okay if I join the discussion?" I mean, he's the owner operator. You you want the full hour, you got it. But this is the way he operates. He always asks, even though he saved WABC for all of us so that our voices could be heard. So, John, are you on the line? I, I am on the line, but you guys keep me up all the time. You know, you kept me up all night, Curtis, talking to yeah, – your show was pretty good last night. You had all-time highs. And, and Anthony, you had all-time highs today. I tried to get a few hours sleep this afternoon, and I can't sleep. <laughs> John, I don't understand. When do you sleep? You know, they say that Mayor Adams never sleeps. He's a, you're on in the morning this week. You're on in the evening this week. You're calling in on the weekend. You know, they, they say ABC stands for Always Broadcasting Curtis. It's really Always Broadcasting Cats and Matitis. Well, me and Curtis are fighting about that. And uh, <laughs> the other thing we're, we're going to fight about is maybe we should go out and make movies between uh, <laughs> between Curtis, me, uh, you, Anthony, and, and Sid Rosenberg will be a volunteer for sure. We go out and buy a movie company and start to make movies. Well, I'll, I will be, I will be the, I'll be the heartthrob. I'll be the good-looking one. Well, we need somebody like that, John. When you get a moment, I'll you... be the, I'll be the old timer. <laughs> Who was the old timer that always played uh, in all the movies? I'll be the old timer. Well, I tell you what, John. When you get a moment, I know you're very busy. You got to go online, both you and Margot, and watch Anthony Weiner star in Sharknado Three. Uh, which is one Let me of these. Tell you something. I have it on on my optimum uh, 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 television in the Hamptons. I still have it saved. Oh boy! So I could see it any time. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a great movie. Uh, I, it is not. It was wait, a great movie. It is not a great. You can call it many things. I would not say great is one of the things I would say. But uh, was, I appreciate it, it because. Was, Every time, every time you watch it, I get three point one cents. So it's not bad for me. Well, I'll watch it at least one more time this weekend. Now, John, well, you, you, a couple you, of things I wanted to mention, the guys. You know, I I, I listened all the time, uh, and this morning I was listening to Bo Schnurdly because I was we were driving out to to Long Island, and Bo is the guy that said that nine hundred thousand barrels of uh, uh, oil was sold to the company in China, that, and I have not done the research. The company in China uh, that was connected to uh, uh, Hunter Biden. I have not done the research, but I think we we should look at it and see if if they were given priority. But when I look at strategic reserves, it should be strategic reserves, not in the open market, for the United States and uh, America. Full stop. I don't know much more than that, but I will. I will do the research, and I will ask Bo Schnedley, uh, uh, uh where he got his information from. Well, I've actually done a little looking into this, and we had a really good caller today today about it. So, 
There's two types of oil that are in reserve, and there is one type that our refineries like. It's a richer, it's easier to convert into gasoline. And there's a type that is more commonly used and is cheaper. It's heavy crude. I'm in the oil business. Right. It's heavy crude and light crude. But it's a world market. We have refineries in the United States of America that can use both. Right. But the, so the, let's, they, they let's, pref- let's, do a, let's do a deep research. Uh, we use heavy crude. Yeah, but it's the the we the, were not offered any. The first no, the first first of these things you're not offered. You get you get all. It's an auction. Well, we were not offered any. We were not made. Uh, uh, we were not made knowledgeable of the auction. And okay, well, how do you say? Okay, Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> whatever will be, will be. Singing is not. I'm not. I'm not going to become a singer. Yeah, well, you you are. Episcopal. You aren't a singer. I'm not an actor. We have something in common. I will tell you this though, John. In my going around, you know, Luke Oil is owned by Putin in Russia, and I have seen very few people uh, lining up to get Luke Oil. And Sitco is owned by Maduro in Venezuela. I've seen very few people uh, line up to get Sitco. I think they're well aware of who profits when the, they pump that gasoline into their tanks. Well, let me tell you, China and India are buying a lot of Russian oil. You know right. the reason why? They're getting a minimum 25% discount for market. If the market is $100 a barrel, they're buying it for 75 Yep, yep. Or but, whatever the ruble equivalent is. By the way, I know we're all going to go out and celebrate this. Today's the 25th day in a row of gas prices coming down. Thank you, Joe Biden. Well, you know, hold your breath. Uh, <laughs> I, I was on, I was on uh, Fox Business, and I said that uh, we have, it's about two weeks ago, that we reached peak oil. And that inflation is going to start reversing itself because it will not go above. Unless there's another war, it won't go above 120, 125. And it's down to 105, 110 right now. And I I warned uh, Chairman Powell not to raise interest rates to the degree where you put the rest of the country out of business. And I think that's the most important discussion. I'm not an economist. I'm a college dropout. But I am a Brooklyn Tech guy. But John, let me uh, John, let me ask you a question. So we gained, we had a really good jobs report this month. Infl- yes. um, unemployment is staying steady. Wage rates aren't go, wages aren't going up all that much, which is actually in a weird way good because it's it's one of the reasons we have inflation. It went up. Wages went up six percent. Inflation went up eight percent. So the, the wage owner earners are still behind the curve. Right, but. If we increase the supply of oil and we flood the market with United States and Canadian oil, oil prices could go down to 65, 70, 75 right away, and inflation goes away. If Jay Powell increases interest rates the way everybody is pushing them to, and don't forget, these economists are, are smart guys, but they know nothing about business. Because if they raise the interest rate so high, it's going to kill the real estate market. It's going to kill other industries in the United States of America, and we're going to have an additional problem. Now, yeah. John, uh, what I don't understand is wherever I go retail, whether it's a diner, a grocery store, a mom-and-pop shop, they can't get help. They can't hire people. That's why a lot of diners are not open 24 hours. Uh, if a recession hits, some people would say, I heard Cut, uh, Cutlow the other day with you saying, well, we may be in the beginning of, uh, of a uh, recession. Will that force people to go back to work? No, the recession ends and people come back to work. You know when? 
when they stopped using their government checks that they were given by Washington. Mm. You know, enough is enough, guys. Uh, people have to go back to work, and that's uh, my philosophy. And, and Curtis, you know, uh, on everybody at the, uh, Red Apple, everybody at, at Christini's, we worked 24-7. We, we never stopped. 365 days, our, our oil companies were, were pumping away. Our uh, supermarkets were working. Our WABC was always on working. And uh, you know what it takes? It takes a strong CEO to say enough is enough. And if you have a wussy for a CEO, you know what happens? What, ha- what happened to Polaroid? What happened to Kodak? What happened to General Motors? Bankruptcy. Yeah, you know? no, I was up in Rochester. Now, one more thing before we run out of time. Yes. I also wanted to bring up Governor Patterson is working very hard, to, and he goes back way back with, uh, uh, with Bragg. Alvin Bragg, and he used to have common sense, he tells me, and trying to influence him to have common sense because uh, I, I interviewed Mayor Adams on Friday, and he agrees. 3,000 violent criminals in New York City that are repeat violence, repeat, and if those 3,000 criminals were, were, would be put away, and violent criminals, then the other eight and a half million New Yorkers can live in peace. And that's bottom line, guys. That's, that's right. bottom line. And uh, every common sense, we had a, we had a uh, breakfast this morning for uh, county, uh, Suffolk County uh, exec, uh, Steve Ballone. And he agrees 110%. Suffolk County, well, where I live on weekends, doesn't have the problem New York City has because they do what they do, have to do to keep uh, Suffolk County residents safe. So, John, John, are are, are you telling us that my husband-in-law, the former governor, David Patterson, is working back channels with Alvin Bragg to get him to modify his positions? My husband-in-law? Your husband-in-law, your your stepfather to your son, uh, is one of the smartest guys I know. And uh, he is... He is trying. He knows Alvin Bragg for a long time, and it's just talking to him. Look, being able to talk, and all I want is common sense. And that's you know that's what I did with Mayor Adams when I interviewed him on on Friday. I wanted to make sure, uh, and I made the front page of the Daily News today, and I didn't even die. That's the good news. <laughs> uh, but but the bottom line is that Rudy was very sick. Uh, and Curtis, you were next to him. You know that. Yes. And 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 he's it was a little bit extra sensitive. And w- when that guy hit him over uh, the back, no matter how light or how heavy, he couldn't breathe. And he, he, you know, he went up three days later, four days later, was it five days later? He went in to the hospital uh, to have stents put in to be able to breathe better. Yeah, they. And uh, I just one, wanted. That... I, I, I didn't criticize him over it, but I just. I just gave him the information that he so he knows it. Well, that widowmaker's vein, if it gets clogged up, you could really be in serious trouble. That was one of his veins that was clogged up. Luckily, he had his two stents put in, like our own Mark Levin has had many stents, like former uh, Vice President Cheney. In fact, he even has an artificial heart now. Uh, Rudy's feeling a lot better, but, boy, let me tell you something, John. He wasn't getting any love from Senator D'Amato or from, Al, uh, from Eric Adams at all. 
Well, you know, Curtis, Senator D'Amato is a character. I love him dearly. I know him for 40 years, but you weren't getting any love either. No, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I was there in the restaurant where the two of you almost had a fist fight. That's true. We were listening to Rand Paul. Imagine this, uh, Anthony. We were listening because he was talking about his sparring matches with Dr. Fauci. Very interesting. He, he tells good stories. And we're enjoying our lunch. John had put the lunch together, I think, along with uh, Senator D'Amato. And, you know, I was running for, at that time, the Republican primary. I hadn't even won that yet to go on to the general election. And I, I, I had to leave, and I say goodbye to everybody. And D'Amato looks at me and goes, you, you, I will do everything I can to make sure you don't become the next mayor. And then I can't repeat what he said afterwards. You and your friend, no, Rudy. It's just like the oh. Godfather movie, uh, Curtis. Remember the Godfather movie? Yes. <laughs> you came to my home. You <laughs> ate my mother's cooking. <laughs> you tell a story. Yeah. You ate his mother's cooking. I went and out. Then, yeah. And then you criticized her. Yeah, I went to Island Park because he was running against Bobby Abrams at the time. I was hosting uh, the morning show for WABC. It's 92, so, right? Right. The contest was... Whose mother could make the best food? Now, Bobby Abrams' mother lived in Co-op City. She would drop the F-bomb. You'd never know that. Little never-she-schlubby Bobby Abrams. His mother was like a longshoreman, but she made great matzo ball soup. She made floaters, not sinkers. Right. Then I go out to Mama D'Amato's house, Island Park. Uh, Al D'Amato had not arrived yet. The father is sitting there in the library reading, just like the commercials. She's stirring the sauce. The food was magnificent. I, I rated her the better cook. Al will never forget when I sided with Rudy in his battles with Al D'Amato that I took Rudy. said, I let you in my house in Island Park. <laughs> you were there with my mother and father. You are a traitor. Even though, remember, John, I sided with Al D'Amato and George Pataki when Rudy supported Mario Cuomo. So I broke ranks with uh, Rudy Giuliani in that election. But this sounds like a Katsimatidis well, peacemaking mission. That someone has to intercede here and make peace between these uh, these beloved New Yorkers. And that's what I do. That's what I specialize <laughs> in. I want Listen, I, 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 I just want peace among all New Yorkers, and I want New Yorkers to have peace, and I want New Yorkers to, to be safe. I want we Hey, all three of us, we love New York. And we want New York to make a comeback, and we want the 66 million tourists that we, you, we used to get before COVID, we want them back. Yeah. Uh-oh. Anthony, look out the window. Describe to John how many pigeons you see waiting for me this there. Is, this Describe is, that. This is the pigeon posse, we call it. They, they, they loom by 20s and 30s and 40s waiting for Curtis to get off the air. Sometimes they don't even wait, John. I don't... It's about 100, 100 it's pigeons at least 100. follow me from the Upper West Side, at John. At least 100, at least 100. So, John, I want to tell you, if you're yeah, able... I, I you... hope Marco gave you enough pigeon food yes. to keep those pigeons. <laughs> I fed them one time, and the building went to Emily Pankow and yelled at her to yell at me for feeding the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for trying to do a good deal. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy the building. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, then I can feed the pigeons every day who follow me here. That's it. You give, That's give. It. And we'll take those sharp things off the windows so they can they can land in peace. Yeah, they'll, oh. get, they'll get little birdie ID cards that they can come in when they need to. Yeah, that's the way to yeah, do it. Yeah, no, you see these spikes here that the building put up? Nancy cries when she sees them because uh, she takes care of the pigeons uh, where we live. But, Ron, John, you might consider doing that. That's well, right. Well, welcome, everyone, to Left versus Right. It's pigeon talk here at 3 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon with, uh, with John Katsimatidis. Listen, it, it shows 
and a big breakfast this morning with uh, Steve Ballone, it was uh, the fact is uh, the 15% of the extreme right and the 15% of the extreme left. The heck with them. Let, let the common sense Democrats and the common sense Republicans sit together at the same table and make a deal. A hundred percent. Look, that's why, you know, you suggested I call my show the middle because that's really where most of our listeners are. They're they're not the they're not the 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 hard right. They're not the hard left. They're people that want to have some common sense around things. And I got to tell you, the volume on the common sense middle is getting turned down every day while the fringes are getting louder and louder. And that's what makes me pessimistic. That's why 75 percent of Americans say they're pessimistic about the direction of the country. Now, uh, Curtis's uh, uh, brother, not brother, husband-in-law. David Patterson uh, made big news last week because uh, during the primaries, there was the assembly, uh, the assembly uh, primaries, and uh, AOC endorsed nine assembly people. Seven of the nine lost. So we called it the segment, the rise and fall of AOC. And, And we have to... People in New York City, they want us. We want our city back, and the heck of the people are trying to ruin our city. Agreed. All right. Well, now, pre- well the Supreme Court. That's the la- my last uh, thing I wanted to mention. The Supreme Court, Anthony. I understand their, their decision was that the fact was that the Supreme Court does not make the laws. The laws of the land are made by Congress. And you were a congressman. Right, but who makes the right? Yeah, but what about the rights? Never mind the laws, the rights. You have a right to practice your religion. Who can take that away from you, a legislature? No, because that's your right. No, but that's when the Supreme Court should shoot shoot it down. In other words, the Congress makes the decisions uh, on the laws. And if it violates our our way of life, if it violates the Constitution, then it goes to the Supreme Court and if it violates our Constitution, then they shoot it down. That's right. And they, the, they took the, away – The Supreme a, a, Court doesn't have the right to make it worse. Well, they did it. First of all, they did an EPA versus West Virginia. and But you can't say you send it back to the states if it's a right. You can't send the right to 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 the Second Amendment to the states. You can't take the, the – Well, the, let it go to the federal government. I don't – No, it don't. As long as it goes to legislature. No, it, it's to – As long as it goes to legislature. No, it goes to the people. It doesn't matter. To the people. You have a right to let, practice your religion a woman has a right to her own body, period. No one gets to take that away. Let's do uh, do a national referendum. No, you don't. I I can't take away your rights by a vote. You have your rights that are – and God gave you your rights, John, not any Congress. I agree 100 percent. Look, I I agree 100 percent with you. Uh, Look, my position on on abortion has always been – and, Anthony, you were there and Curtis, you were there – is that a a woman – with her doctor, with her family, makes their own decisions. That, that was my that was my position. No, and, uh, and, and not a legislature in Mississippi can't take that woman's right away. I don't care. I'm just saying it sent it back. The court is there to say that some things God gave us, some things the Constitution protected, and this is one of them. To send it back to the states is to take away a right. May I make a suggestion? Well, I'm not sure about that. Well, what do you say, Curtis? Uh, I don't want to go and talk to your God, John, because we'll be in the church, the Greek Orthodox Church, for five hours. The <laughs> fall down. For five hours. <laughs> the ceremonies go on forever. I know, but you come out of there smelling very nice, though. You oh, come, oh, you know, the me, smoke me and everything? And, uh, me and Curtis were in the ceremony uh, on the uh, 
uh, in Havana. Uh, when Castro, uh, and you know what picture we're looking for? The, Castro took the, the, was the patriarch was there to open up the church in Havana, and Castro took the cross and put it over the, no, the patriarch took the cross and put it over the Castro's head, and he accepted it. Let me see if I have that. Let me see if I have that picture, John. You I, should look. I offer ten thousand dollars. Oh man, let me look quick. <laughs> now you got to go look for sure. Let me look quick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thank you, John. Thanks for uh, uh, keeping this show alive, putting us both together, and giving us an opportunity to express our opinions as our other talk show host colleagues, uh, both hostess and hostesses, have that opportunity because of you and Margot. And John, I now. By the way, your ratings just hit an all-time high, so. Keep going, guys. All right. Well, thanks a lot, John, and thanks for putting us together. This is what Great New York is about, left versus right, me and Curtis, and it wouldn't have happened if it weren't for you, so I'm grateful. Well, God bless, and have a great day. And, uh, Curtis, I'll be listening at midnight. Oh, yeah. I'll crank it up. I'll keep you up to the break of dawn, John.